Welcome to The Dog Show with Julie Forbes. You're listening to Alternative Talk, AM 1150, on this freakishly sunny, warm day in Seattle. What is it, in the 80s, Eric? <laughs> That's right. Uh, well, we're getting close to that, but uh, we're supposed to peak out today of around 82. So Yeah, that's getting too hot for my blood, but, you know, I'm happy to see the sun, and it's nice. We're it's not like used summery. to the temperature no. here in in. Uh, Almost May, I guess, is what it is. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's it's a bit warm for spring here. Freakish, really. That's what I think. And I love but the I, warm weather. Yeah. You know what stresses me out about it, though? People leaving their dogs, dogs in their the cars. cars. Yeah. I know. That's the Which only thing. everybody should know by now. They don't. Not to do. Yep. So a little stressful, but that's okay. Um, but people, taking your dog for a walk. Great day to do it, especially in the park with the yeah. shade and the trees. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. I have a feeling uh, little Abby the Beagle is going to take a nice stroll this evening. Nice. I like to hear it. Great day to take your dog for a walk, as is pretty much any day, regardless of the weather. Um, great show today. Talking with a... Um, we uh, So the founder of BringFido.com, which is the number one travel... Everything you need to know about traveling with your dog website um, introduced to Melissa Halliburton through a mutual friend, uh, Wendy. So I'd like to send a shout out to Wendy and Molly and Miles. Uh, thank you for the introduction. Melissa, welcome to the dog show. Thank you. Um, so, yeah, so this site is just so impressive. My gosh. I mean, you said eight years of work. Um, and I said and asked you if it was OK if I said you're like the Rick Steves of traveling with your dog because you've actually been to most, if not all of these locations. Yep. Yeah. Um, been traveling all over the country with my dogs for the last eight years and then most of my life, really. It's just been the last eight years that I started the company. Yeah, it's so great. It's so valuable to actually have you know, on-site input um, about all, also all the different various aspects of travel, which we'll get into more. But I first wanted to just talk about your, you know, so you launched in 2006 with um, Rocco and, you know, you have a really nice introduction at the beginning of your book, which is being released on May 6th, but you can get it now directly through the website it's called the Rough Guide to the United States, R-U-F-F. And you can go to roughguides.com and order the book now if you want, but it'll be released on Amazon on May 6th. So this is uh, taking a lot of the information that you have about different places to go, um, accommodations, walks, trails, all that kind of stuff, gorgeous photos, and you have uh, district descriptions of all the different places and it's a beautiful book. It's, Thank you, you know, yeah. It's, we, we like to think of it kind of like a best of everything yeah. that's on Bring Fido. Cool. Yeah, I think you said that you kind of tried to visit as many of the places as you could that got like a five paw. Five, five bone rating. Five bones. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> the highest rating possible. Um, so I just want to talk a little bit about your kind of how you got your start because I always think that's really interesting about all of the wonderful guests I have on the show how did you get started oftentimes there's a dog behind the inspiration yep. um, so tell us that well um growing up as a kid I traveled a lot my family had a motor home 
Mm-hmm. And we would go on a big two or three week vacation every summer with me, my brother, my mom, my dad, our Rottweiler, Tasha, two cats, sometimes even a turtle would come along wow. and we would travel all over mostly the West Coast because I'm from L.A. originally. Mm-hmm. And then when I went to college, I went um, to MIT in Boston and missed my pets terribly. So about two years after I graduated, I adopted Rocco, mm-hmm. uh, who was my first dog as an adult. And pretty pretty much instantly, I saw that, you know, it was difficult to bring your dog along with you when you're not staying in your own motorhome. And, you right. know, I thought traveling with a dog was something that everyone did. But uh-huh. as I went on weekend trips around New England, you know, I would find myself having to call every single hotel in whichever town I wanted to go to yeah, just to confirm that they did allow dogs or make sure there wasn't, you know, some exorbitant pet fee for bringing a dog yeah. or, you know, if they only allowed 10 pound dogs, there right. was a lot of details that went into it that I hadn't really considered before. Mm-hmm. And there so, really is a, um, there really is a range in what these different, you know, just because a place is pet friendly doesn't, you know, there's kind of more to know. Like you said, that the fee, is there a weight limit? Is there a number of dog limit? All that kind of stuff that's important to know. Right. So with our website, that's one thing where the the ratings have been really helpful Mm because each time any dog owner goes on a trip somewhere, they can go to our site and submit a rating with a one to five bone category. Mm -hmm. So you can see, much like TripAdvisor, you know, collectively how many what people would rate each hotel and obviously a hotel that allows dogs, but there might be a big fee or, you know, dogs get in trouble if they put a paw on the bed linens, get a much lower rating than hotels that really roll out the red carpet for the dog. And, you know, there's a welcome basket for them Mm -hmm. at check-in and there's a dog bed placed in the room for them ahead of time. So it just really helps you pick out um, the pick of the litter, I guess. Yeah, I know sometimes I've been to places that where we're totally um, like above the board, pet friendly place. They know we've got our dogs, but I still feel like I have to sneak around for some reason. It's like, I I don't know. I think I totally get what you're saying about there's definitely a difference between places that, like you said, your dog gets a gift basket when you arrive versus kind of their you feel like they're just kind of a nuisance or something. So it's good yeah, information it's to have. Yeah, kind of a difference between pets allowed and pet friendly. Right. Um, so um, you but, got Rocco. You fell in love with him. It was love at first sight from Pet Finder. And he, what kind of dog was he? He was a Chihuahua-Jack Russell Terrier mix. Okay. But I like to call him a Rottweiler because yeah. he looked very similar to the Rottweiler I grew up with yeah, in cute. a shrunken down package. Right. So um, now you started... So you realized when you you said, what well, you know, well, what will I do with a dog when I fly home to California or when I go on a business trip? Um, and then you started and you said you called 50,000 hotels and built a database of hotel yep. pet policies. So the, the really the last straw for me when I decided to start Bring Fido, I had um, taken Rocco with me to a wedding on Cape Cod uh-huh. and the dogs weren't allowed at the hotel where the wedding was taking place. So I literally called every hotel within an hour to find one that allowed Rocco to go with me. And then on the morning of the wedding, we went outside to our car to start driving to the wedding and it had a flat tire. So it was a giant hassle. And Rocco and I did finally show up for the wedding, you know, and he had a little tuxedo and I had a bridesmaid dress, but we arrived in a tow truck. Oh no. That was 
that was the moment where I said, okay, I need to start this. And since I was at a wedding, a lot of my college friends were there, and I told them my idea and convinced about a dozen of them to help me call 50,000 hotels just so I could get this database together. And your college friends would be reasonably intelligent people given that you went to MIT. Right. (laughs) And a lot of them were still in grad school, so they had time to help me make so many calls. And my brother actually also went to MIT as a computer science major, and I was a business major. Mm -hmm. So he helped do all the back-end database and web development work at the beginning. And that was how we launched eight years ago. And the rest is history, huh? Yep. And since then, you know, we've just been building more and more and more information where when we first launched, we had about 10,000 hotels that were pet-friendly out of those 50,000 we called. And about a year or two later, we added international hotels, and then we added vacation rentals, then we added, you know, restaurants that had outdoor tables, attractions. So we have everything from hotels, vacation rentals, restaurants, dog parks, beaches, um, national parks that allow dogs, state parks, um, and then, you know, the types of activities in the book you'll see are like surfing lessons, an amusement park that allows dogs, mm. and just really more of the unique places where pets are oh. welcome. Yeah, I think you said you were on a roller coaster with your dog, a yep. kitty roller coaster, because I was it's like... a kitty roller coaster, but I'm, I'm still counting it. Yeah. Well, that's more than a lot of dogs could say, that's for sure. Yep. Um, so you said by... 2011, there were more than 100,000 pet-friendly places listed on bringfido.com and -hmm. that you met your husband, Jason, and got married at one of the hotels in the book. Yep. Oh, before I just, when you said you were on the Cape, I grew up in Massachusetts and my grandparents lived on the Cape. Where were you? I'm just curious. I can't remember the name of the hotel, but we were in Mm. Mashpee for part of it. Okay. I remember the towns were all food-related. Yeah, sandwich. Sandwich. So, yeah, sandwich <laughs> and mash, mash pea, I think, were the chapel and the hotel. Okay, cool. My grandparents, uh, one of my sets of grandparents lived in Sandwich, so I spent a lot of time there as a kid. Is that great? Yeah. Sounds like, like a delicious place to live. Yeah, it does. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Rocco passed away in 2011, mm-hmm. and you um, have... Ace now. And do you have a second dog, too? I do have a second dog now. Uh, we got Roxy about a year ago. And okay. She is a pug chihuahua mix. So, okay. you know, after having Ace for a year or so, I was still missing my my little dog. So yeah. we threw one more into the mix. Yeah. And Ace is that um, black dog sitting, that picture is adorable, where he's sitting next to a suitcase. And is that you, like, about to board the plane? In the back. Yeah, he's adorable. We think think Ace is a Greyhound lab mix, but we haven't actually done a DNA test or anything. He just looks like a happy, easygoing, kind of goofy dog. Yeah, I mean, he's he's literally grown up on the road with me, so he's got a good, adventurous life. Cool. Okay, so we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to talk more about the specifics of the website and all that you offer. It's bringfido.com, and Melissa has a book that you can get now at roughguides.com, and that's R-U-F-F, guides.com. 
Um, and it's also being released on Amazon a week from yesterday. So um, May 6th, you can get it on Amazon, but you can get it now if you don't want to wait. It's a beautiful book, gorgeous photos, lots of great information. So check that out. Roughguides.com is where you can get the book. Bringfido.com. We'll be back in just a few minutes. You're listening to The Dog Show with Julie Forbes. Oh, how I wish we were back on the road again. Me and you and a dog named Lou, traveling and living off the land. Me and you and a dog named Lou, how I love being a free man. The Natural Pet Pantry is Seattle's original source for wholesome dog and cat meals, offering eight different protein options to accommodate your pet's dietary needs. Made locally using all U.S. sourced ingredients, their freshly ground stews, raw or cooked, can be purchased from their two stores in Burien and Kirkland, most independent pet supply stores, or delivered right to your door. Go to naturalpetpantry.com for more information. I'm Julie Forbes, and my first choice for my pet's food is the Natural Pet Pantry. It's the educated choice. This is Martha Norwalk. Every Sunday morning, beginning at 9 a.m., thanks in part to New Pro Supplements, we cover the world of animals. This week, May 4th, it's a healing Sunday with Dr. Jude and Paul Ponton from Whispering Dragon. They'll be in the studio with their acutonic forks, bowls, bells, and pua to work their harmonic magic remotely for you and your animal friends. We'll have open phone lines throughout the show, so plan to give us a call to receive their special balancing on Martha Norwalk's Animal World Sunday morning, 9 a.m. to noon, right here on Alternative Talk, a.m. 11. The Natural Pet Pantry is Seattle's original source for wholesome dog and cat meals, offering eight different protein options to accommodate your pet's dietary needs. Made locally using all U.S. sourced ingredients, their freshly ground stews, raw or cooked, can be purchased from their two stores in Burien and Kirkland, most independent pet supply stores, or delivered right to your door. Go to naturalpetpantry.com for more information. I'm Julie Forbes, and my first choice for my pet's food is the Natural Pet Pantry. It's the educated choice. Spread the word. Your favorite shows are on Alternative Talk, 1150 a.m. Welcome back to The Dog Show with Julie Forbes. That sounds good, traveling and living off the land with your dog. Well, I don't know about living off the land necessarily, but makes me feel like getting out of the city, that's for sure. Well, that's an old song back in the day. It was much harder to stay in hotels with your dog. True. Now, apparently, it's a lot easier. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, we are back with Melissa Halliburton, who is the founder of BringFido.com, a just incredible wealth of knowledge of and resource for people who are traveling now internationally with your dog. And um, Melissa... You mentioned, I mean, there's so much to this website. We're going to get to to some of it in this um, segment. But if you're listening, check go check it out. Bringfido.com is the website. Now, you said um, you have actually a, someone can call the, your hotline, which is, I don't know if it's a hotline, but your number, 877-411-FIDO. And mm-hmm. speak to a pet-friendly travel expert. So there's actually someone you can call and talk to about pet-friendly travel. Yep. We have um, 25 people in headquarters in Greenville, South Carolina. 
who are there from 8 a.m. Eastern to midnight Eastern. And we're available just to help if you're on the road and, you know, don't want to be looking for a hotel to stop on your smartphone, you know, while you're trying to drive. You can Hmm. have your passenger call and let us know where you're at, and we'll walk you through the closest places that are rated highly. Or if you're already on a trip and you're walking around South Beach in Miami and don't know where to eat, we can look up the best pet-friendly restaurants for you to try. Um, Basically, we just like to think of ourselves as canine concierges where we can help you with booking a trip, canceling a trip, recommendations, or even, Mm. you know, if you are in Philadelphia and want to go to a beach for the weekend, we can tell you which ones are pet friendly. That's amazing. And I think especially now where it's not assumed that any sort of um, business model is going to have an option to talk to somebody like live. So that to me is highly, highly valuable um, to be able to actually call someone and say, hey, this is what's going on. You know, what what can you recommend and actually have a conversation with somebody in addition to all the information that you have on your website. And then you also have an iPhone app, too, that people can download, bring, I assume, bring Fido and, mm-hmm. you know, access a lot of the information through their phone that way, too, and through the application. But I just think it's really cool that you have that um, human contact op- option as well. Are your yep, call and centers? We're all dog lovers. There's always a handful of dogs in the office. So yeah. when you call, you'll hear them bark in the background, and yeah. you know everybody does it regularly. Yeah, that's awesome. So you have on bringfido.com. You have an area where people can search destinations. People can search for lodging specifically. You have a section specifically about air travel, different attractions, restaurants. And I know um, it used to be like nowhere. There were, you know, hardly any places where you could go and take your dog. And if there were one or two, at least this is the case in Seattle, it was definitely on the down low. Um, and now it's like we have, of course, we have our wine tasting areas like in Woodenville and Kirkland that, you know, welcome a really, 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 really pet friendly and lots of different restaurants even in the city. Um, so things are definitely moving more and more in that direction. I'm sure you're really seeing that, especially given that this is your field. Um, right. And our restaurant section in particular has been growing really quickly. Yeah. Um, lots of our tips are just submitted by other dog owners across the country. So they share their favorite places with us. And I think we have over 10,000 restaurants listed right now. Wow. So I was going to ask, is you have room for people to add, um, you know, if they have a, a hotel or inn or whatever and it's not on here, they can add that in or submit it to you? Yep. Um, on the top of or close to the top of every page, if you're in the attraction section, there's a little um, link that says post an attraction and you can just click it right there and tell us about the business. And then we have an editorial team who reviews everything, but it usually is up within a couple of days. Great. Um, and then people can rate and give zero to five bones based off their experience. So then you also get that benefit of review. Uh, I wanted to talk to you. You have a great um, list, 10 tips for flying with mm-hmm. Fido, um, which you can view the full list on the website, um, bringfido.com. Just click on the air travel tab 
and you'll see um, right underneath the photo of a chihuahua with doggles on. Um, I think that's a chihuahua. Uh, adorable. There's um, this list of 10 tips for flying. Book early, fly direct, visit your veterinarian. Something that I thought was important to um, point out was that it's not recommended generally to sedate dogs when you travel if they are riding in cargo um, because it can impact their body's ability to respond to the changes of altitude. Or um, So I think a lot of us would maybe like to be able to just knock them out for the trip because I know I, I've never flown a dog in cargo, but if I did, I think I would be a wreck. Um, but it's actually not good for them. And that you know, if you have any questions, just ask your veterinarian about that. And then I love, so my expertise is in training and behavior, and I do private lessons around Seattle and the greater Seattle area. And I love what you say at the um, end of it, number 10, once you arrive, go for a long walk. Before you check in at the hotel, help your dog feel more comfortable, you know, get let them kind of loosen the muscles from if they were in cargo or, or even flying above, kind of being cramped up sights and smells and all that kind of stuff. And um, I've worked with some people actually that have had some challenges where they um, like, I have this one couple that went to Portland with their dog and they think they were kind of running late. So they like got there and then had to go right to dinner or something and just left the dog in the room. And the dog actually ever since then has had separation anxiety because they (laughs) didn't take time to adjust the dog and the dog never had any problems before. So just something to be sensitive to. Um, yeah, especially that. if it's the first hotel trip they and yeah. they get left in the room, they're like, are you coming back? Yeah. So. And you also mentioned, um, you know, if your dog's not a seasoned traveler, that there's some things to get used to about traveling, um, you know, public transportation or, uh, you know, like around here, we have like a light rail that goes to the airport. Well, if your dog's never been on the light rail before, maybe take a few rides just on the light rail before you get on the plane Make sure the dog's comfortable with that. So there's some work that you can do leading up to the trip to set your dog up for success. So, right. Um, so you have, um, like I said, all of these different tabs, your phone line that people can actually call. And is this a free service? Yep. Uh, we're awesome. just like a travel agency. So uh-huh. we are paid by hotels for uh-huh. the business that we refer. But the prices are... Uh, Exactly the same as you would see on sites like Expedia or Hotels.com. We don't charge any booking fees above the rate that we negotiate with the hotels. Okay. What are, um, before we go to our next break, I'm curious, because you've traveled so much with your dogs, do you have any, um, you know, kind of along the way where you were like, oh, wow, I really learned this just because the opportunity was presented to you in your travels. Do you have any stories like that? Like one time we were here and it wasn't anything I anticipated, but we ran into this and then like kind of tips like that or anything that comes to mind. We, I guess just expect the unexpected and Mm. adjust your plan. Um, I can't think of any specific stories. What about my dogs? My dogs are pretty easygoing because they do travel so much, but what about common mistakes people make and ha- kind of have to learn the hard way about traveling with their pet? Well, with flying in particular, most airlines only allow four or five dogs on each flight, and a mm-hmm. lot of people will 
they don't know that their dog actually needs a ticket, so they'll show up at the airport with their dog, and then, mm. you know, there are, are no dog seats available. So it really takes advanced planning a lot of the time, where as soon as you know what flight you want to get on, you should call the airline directly to make sure there's a seat for your pet as well before you book it online or just go ahead and book it over the phone with the agent. Um, same thing with hotels. There are some hotels that only have four or five rooms that allow dogs. So you might see that there's availability on the hotel's own website or on Expedia or Hotels.com. But um, we actually keep track of the pet-friendly rooms also, and our canine concierges will call the hotel after every single booking is made just to confirm that that pet-friendly room is available. So we kind of eliminate any surprises at check-in by doing that. So if you book a room on our site, you know you're getting a pet-friendly room. Mm. So in both cases, with the air travel and with um, the bookings, to try to give yourself some extra time, book early to make sure that there's yeah, room. Plan ahead. Now, when you're especially in peak in peak travel times, yeah, um, you know we'll have lots and lots and lots of people calling for the same beach towns and mm-hmm. things that are just you know seasonal, and we see them get booked up really quickly for the pet rooms. Yeah. Um, now when you were talking about the plane, the limited seats, is that for what, if you're fly, if you're flying with your dog in the cabin or is that true for That's cargo? That's for the cabin, that? um, in particular, there's usually four or five allowed in the cabin and then cargo, um, I believe they limit it as well, but it might be a little more than that. Maybe 10 dogs allowed in, in cargo. It depends on what kind of plane it is for that, yeah. how many they can hold in the pressurized area. Do you know if, um, like I said, I've never flown a dog cargo before, so I'm not, uh, I don't have much personal experience with this. Um, have you heard that some airlines are have a are, are sort of better equipped to handle dogs traveling, you know, cargo than others? Um, do you have, have you gotten any yeah, there, feedback there, about that? There are. Um, a lot of it's not not even just with the planes. The planes are all pressurized, yeah. but. Um, with all the mergers, I'm trying to keep track of everything. But United, I know, has a special pet hub in Houston since it's so hot there. They uh-huh. created an actual kennel area where the dogs, um, if they're on a connecting flight, get to stay in an air-conditioned area. And they've got dog trainers there 24-7 or dog handlers to walk them when mm. they're, you know, waiting for the next flight to their final destination. Wow. That's great. Um, for international flights, Lufthansa has a very good reputation, and they will take dogs in the cabin, small dogs, whereas a lot of other international flights don't allow them in the cabin. Okay. Yeah, the heat thing is something to consider, too. You met, you mentioned in your um, list of your air travel tips to try to fly if it's in the hot months, like, you know, Really it, early in the day. Yeah. yeah, just trying to avoid really hot or really cold temperatures. Yeah. Also, the airlines, um, lots of them won't even fly pets if the temperature right. goes over a certain level yeah. just because it's unsafe for the dog. So, mm. you know, if you are going to be going on a long flight with your dog, um, it's important to try to get a direct flight, try to get a flight with, you know, the least possible amount of time in the air, um, and even planning your trips for maybe not the peak of summer, go in spring instead when the temperatures are a little safer. Right. Well, 
this is just the tip of the iceberg of all the information that's available on bringfido.com. Um, it's just incredible. I'm talking with Melissa Halliburton, who's the founder of bringfido.com. There's even a phone number you can call and talk to a pet-friendly travel expert from wherever you are um, and get some assistance in finding a, um, you know, a nice hike to take in the area that you're in or a restaurant that's pet-friendly. Um, it's just incredible. So now um, you have a book that is available now through roughguides.com, R-U-F-F guides.com. You can order it directly through that website now. Um, it'll also be released on amazon.com on May 6th. And it's called The Rough Guide to the United States. And when we come back from break, we're going to talk about the book. You're listening to The Dog Show with Julie Forbes. This is Julie Forbes, dog training, behavior, and nutrition specialist and owner of Sensitive Dog, thoughtful guidance for you and your dog. If your dog needs basic obedience training, a behavior evaluation, or food consultation, I can help you. Call me at 206-372-7399 or visit my website, www.sensitivedog.com. I teach group obedience classes, in-home lessons, and evaluations, and a two-week intensive training program called Higher Education. Again, I'm Julie Forbes, Seattle's dog behavior training and nutrition specialist, www.sensitivedog.com. Conversations Live with Vicki St. Clair discusses issues that are important to you, like good health and well-being, finding a new job and building your business, overcoming life's big challenges and making sense out of chaos, and living with passion and joy. Join us Mondays at noon Pacific for Conversations Live with Vicki St. Clair. See conversationslive.net for show schedule and guest information. Hi, I'm Pat Pauly. Tune into my show, Get Active, each Tuesday at 12 noon on Alternative Talk 1150. Each week, we invite a guest to talk about one of the wonderful activities in the Puget Sound region, ones that you may want to participate in. We'll focus on how adult beginners can comfortably get into all of these activities. You'll learn a lot about how you can get active. Be sure to listen. That's Get Active with me, Pat at Polly at 12 noon each Tuesday on Alternative Talk 1150. Good news, Belgium. We're streamed worldwide at 1150kknw.com. Alternative Talk, 1150 a.m. Welcome back to The Dog Show with Julie Forbes. And we're talking with Melissa Halliburton, who's the founder of bringfido.com, a website, uh, number one website for traveling information and support to um, help you and your dog have a successful trip together wherever you may be going. Um, there's, um, it's not just uh, national, but international now. So uh, there's just tons of information on there, destinations, lodging, air travel, attractions, restaurants, etc., and then, of course, there's the phone number that you can actually call and speak to a pet-friendly travel expert from wherever you are if you need some 
extra support. Um, and that number is on the website, bringfido.com. And you have a book that is brand new. It's beautiful. It's called Rough Guide to the United States, R-U-F-F, Guide to the United States. And you can order the book directly from the website, roughguides.com. And it will be released on Amazon on Tuesday, May 6th. So, Melissa, uh, you have every page. I mean, the photographs alone are incredible from in your book. I mean, every page, every listing, actually, I should say. So each listing gets, a, um, you know, part of a page. And then there's kind of some other information based off of that area. Um there's a photo of what, like, there's this um, train, skunk train in California, and then you've got this little, like, uh, Karen or Westy dressed up with the little travel bag in front of um, a train. I mean, how did you get all these photos? Are his, these actual? His name's Harry Putter, and he's <laughs> one of our customers. So, uh-huh. um, I mean, when the book first started, it started after I went on this you know, epic dog-friendly road trip to go to all of our five bone properties. But I always wanted the photos to be an important element of the book because, you know, first it's cute dogs. Who doesn't want to see that? Right. And it really gives you a better idea of how much the dogs are enjoying the activity. And, you know, I just like to see photos when I'm looking at travel books myself. Yeah. So when we finished this road trip and started actually writing and producing the book, it was a lot of the same photos of my dog. And I really wanted to involve our customers. So about a year ago, I announced that we were doing this book and asked people to submit their photos. So we literally had thousands and thousands of photos come in from our customers all over the country with their dogs and their favorite places. Um, So really was a collective effort from lots and lots of people to get all these photos together alone. Yeah. And then, of course, Ace is throughout... Mm-hmm. Um, he's so cute. I think this is him on the Mount Washington Auto Road yep. picture. Yeah. Um, okay. So of course I went to Washington to look at our fine state and the um, you know aspects of Washington that are pet friendly that you recommend. Um, and I we were talking off air about the Metau Valley, and um, my wife and I went there last fall for a wedding. And brought all of our dogs, and we felt very brave doing that because we have four. And we mm-hmm. found um, a pet-friendly um, hotel, and that would take, you know, all the dogs. And then there was just so much space for them, so many trails. You know, this is The photo here is from the winter. Um, I know a lot of people go out there to do cross-country skiing and stuff like that, Um 25 miles of Nordic ski trails. There's a lot of off-leash to um, accessibility out there, which is kind of a value to your descriptions that you have underneath each section is that you kind of specify, like this one says, for example, um, Fido is welcome to join you off-leash or another place would say, you know, leashed dogs are welcome. So it's kind of those details that as you're planning a trip, 
if you're really attached to, you know, off leash, for example, that would be something that you could even specify for and search for um, as you're looking through the descriptions or if you're talking to one of your pet friendly travel experts. Um, Because there's just a lot like you said, like we kind of started at the beginning of the show. There's more to just, yes, dogs are allowed. You know, there's just more detail to it. It's not like, oh, I'm trying to go somewhere on vacation with my dog and just leave my dog in a crate in the hotel room the whole time. You want to go out with right. them and be and able even to... if it's a beautiful hotel, you want there yeah. to be lots of activities around nearby. Yeah, so that you can actually spend time with your pet while you're on vacation and not just kind of have them with you because they're dragging mm-hmm. them along. So um, definitely something that is... Um... Okay, so you started this eight years ago. Mm-hmm. Have you seen in that amount of time, how have you seen this industry change since you first started it? Um, anything well, that sort of strikes you? It's definitely growing a lot. Yeah. I would say that our hotels section in particular has probably grown about 10% each year. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we also see more hotels that are really trying to attract pet owners with, you know, amenities like pet room service menus or, you know, doggy massage, Um Lots of things just to make it a special visit for the dog as well as the human. Yeah. That's a good idea. Get your dog a massage while you are, you know, that those are things that are offered through certain um, accommodations. Yeah. That's great. There are some hotels where you and your dog can even get a couple's massage at the same time. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) That's really cute. Have you ever done that? I haven't done the couple's massage. I have had dog massages but Mm -hmm. or I've had human massages my dog has had dog massages we've never done them together right there's um you you can do yoga with your dog out here in Seattle Mm -hmm. yeah it's it's uh it's cool well dogs are so sensitive to energy and stuff I think it's such a great idea what are some of your favorite so you took this massive tour of you know some of your top rated places from bringfido.com to make this book what have been some of your favorite places to go with your dog just in the country? It's a difficult question because yeah. every time I go on a trip, I think this is my favorite place <laughs> I've ever been. Yeah. Um, but we had a really good time in, in Oregon in particular. Mm-hmm. The communities are extremely dog friendly. And, you know, Portland, there's all those food carts. So you have, you know, every food option under the sun to eat with your dog. Mm-hmm. Just walk up to the window and then find a picnic table. Mm-hmm. Um, Bend, we also liked in Oregon. The coast was fun. Mm-hmm. Um, we, I was, I was pretty surprised in Pennsylvania. Um, that's where the dog-friendly amusement park that I went to was, was located. Mm-hmm. Um, we had an awesome time in Yellowstone, which, you know, the mm-hmm. national parks usually aren't that pet-friendly. But I've really dug around to find activities that you can do in places where um, lots and lots of people go because there are undoubtedly going to be bring people who be people who bring their dog along, not really thinking, oh, you know, dogs aren't allowed in the national park. But we found places where you can do like guided kayak hikes or, or sorry, guided kayak trips down a river mm-hmm. in um, Yellowstone, and we found a where you can go glamping or glamorous camping yeah. in the safari tent there, which was really unique. And then some of the state parks are super friendly um, to dogs, like the Custer State Park in South Dakota was amazing. They have this wildlife loop road where our van was literally surrounded by hundreds of buffalo. Wow. And my dog had never seen anything like it and, you know, really liked it. I bet. Um, 
But his nose was going crazy. Just, you know, everything. We went on an airboat ride in Omaha, which I never would have thought there was even an airboat in Omaha, but it was really amazing. And for dogs that like to put their head out of the car window, there's nothing better than an airboat ride. Mm. What is an airboat? Um, you know, like you would see in the Everglades in Florida? Yeah. Where it's a boat that glides on top of the water, powered by the, the big giant fans. Fans, yeah, okay. Wow. So. Now, what do you think, if you had to just off the top of your head, if, if I was to ask Ace what his favorite place, what his favorite trip or place to visit would be, what would you say? He had a really good time at the Yellowstone Under Canvas place as well. Yeah. Um, you know, the entire tent area where we were camping was all fenced in, mm. and there were lots of other dogs there that he ran around with, so it was kind of like sleeping in a dog park to him. Wow. And what was that place called? It's called Yellowstone Under Canvas. Under Canvas. Cool. Yeah, that And does. it's where you're sleeping in a safari tent, but they're very nice. Like, there's actual beds inside each tent. Some of them have right. fireplaces. There's flush toilets next door, even yeah. though you're in a tent. <laughs> like you said, um, glamping. Glamping, for yeah. sure, yeah. Yeah, cool. Well, um... It's just uh, so incredible, the the resource that this is, you know, with the book, the iPhone app, the website, bringfido.com, the phone number people can call. What are the hours, did you say, of that, um, that phone line, 8 a.m. to midnight right. Eastern time? Yeah, right now it's 8 a.m. to midnight, but we're getting close to the volume where we'll be able to just keep it up around the clock. We kind of dictate that based on our call volume if yeah. there's people we're calling overnight uh we're tracking it and then if we see that start happening more often like in this in the summers our peak so we'll start to just stay open year yeah. uh, around the clock that's amazing so that that phone number is 877-411-FIDO and that's right at the top of bringfido.com where you can get all of this travel information where you can also add to the site so if you know of some real gems in your area where you've taken your dog to and had a great time and would, you know, especially rate it highly, um, share that information with them and help them, you know, grow the database and, um, you know, share those great places with other people. And then the book is called Rough Guide to the United States, R-U-F-F, Guide to the United States. And you can order the book now if you want directly through the website Rough Guides. And that's with an S on the end, dot com. And I will post a link to all of this on our homepage as well, which is dogradioshow.com and on Facebook. And um, uh, let's see. Oh, and the book will also be available on amazon.com starting May 6th. So, Melissa, great. I mean, thank you for doing all this Um very enjoyable work <laughs> traveling with your yes. dogs, but really, I mean, all the information and it's just, you know, growing and growing and growing. And this is just an incredible site and book and, and everything that you've got going on. So really, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I can all never right. complain about my job. Yeah, I know. Me neither. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Well, great. Um, so we're going to be back with um, a short segment of just some announcements, some upcoming events, and I'll catch you up on the Seattle Pet Expo. Thanks again, Melissa, for being on the dog show with bringfido.com. We'll be back in just a few minutes. So high and free, 
Caught up in the highest game of all And all my defenses tumble and fall And only the ace of hearts can save me now Hey Seattle, this is Julie Forbes. When I got engaged a couple of years ago, one of the first things my fiancé said about our wedding was, we need a wedding planner. I thought to myself, what do we need a wedding planner for? We hired Jenny Harding and New Chapter Weddings, and I now know there is no way we could have done it without her. If you are planning a wedding or corporate event, do yourself a favor and hire New Chapter Wedding and Event Planning. They did an amazing job for us, and they will for you. Find them online at newchapterweddings.com. Hi, I'm Martha Childress with the Natural Choice Network. Join us every Tuesday at 12.30 p.m. right here on Alternative Talk 1150. Each week, we invite leaders from our sustainable community to share their unique visions and valuable insights. You'll learn great tools to make your life greener, healthier, and more sustainable for generations to come. Thank you for making the Natural Choice. That's the Natural Choice Network every Tuesday at 12.30 p.m. Please join us. The Natural Pet Pantry is Seattle's original source for wholesome dog and cat meals, offering eight different protein options to accommodate your pet's dietary needs. Made locally using all U.S. sourced ingredients, their freshly ground stews, raw or cooked, can be purchased from their two stores in Burien and Kirkland, most independent pet supply stores, or delivered right to your door. Go to naturalpetpantry.com for more information. I'm Julie Forbes, and my first choice for my pet's food is the Natural Pet Pantry. It's the educated choice. Made fresh each day for you. Alternative Talk, 1150 a.m. I always know you're waiting for a reason, Eric. <laughs> so that one, that was a nice song that had Ace in it. That's right. That goes out to Lil Ace. Little shout out to Ace and Roxy, uh, Melissa and Jason's dogs. Uh, talked, if you're just tuning in now, uh, was just talking with Melissa Halliburton, who's the founder of BringFido.com, the number one travel website for traveling with your pet and... Uh, it's just um, kind of blown away by all the information that they've got um, available to people. So bringfido.com and then um, the new book, brand new book, Rough Guide to the United States is available now. You can get it directly through the website roughguides.com or you can wait a week and get it on amazon.com starting May 6th. So the Seattle Pet Expo was last weekend. I can't believe it was just last weekend. It feels like it was longer than that. But um, and you survived all that. Uh, I did intermingling of uh, you know animals what? and people. The dogs. Well, the dogs did great. I, oh, there were so did many anybody dogs. bring ferrets this time? There were rabbits. Wow, lots of birds there. Um, 
all the dogs there were really, I was very impressed with how everybody was handling themselves and stuff like that. And the dog, like I didn't hear one, you know, dog fight or anything like that. It was great. And it was a tight space. I mean, it was in um, Seattle Center Exhibition Hall. So um, very well attended. The City Dog Magazine cover dog model search was a blast. Um, lots of really beautiful and adorable dogs. Um, it's too bad they all can't win. Um, you know, one of the things though, that was bumming me out was that they were offering, um, free nail trims. Mm -hmm. Seems like a good thing. Yeah. Unless you're the dog. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I don't know. I talk, I was talking about it on Facebook and, um, if you have not liked us yet on Facebook, be sure to find us and become a part of the conversation in between our live shows every Wednesday at two. But, um, I mean, you know, it's great. I mean, it's important to keep your dog's nails trimmed. And I suppose the pros of doing that is that it gets people's dog's nails trimmed so that they're not too long and impacting mm-hmm. how they're stepping. You know, it's not cool for your dog's nails to be too long because it can cause arthritis in the bones of the foot. The nails, if they get way too long, can actually curl under and grow into the paw pads and all that kind of stuff. So, not to mention potential damage to your house and damage to your house and stuff or yeah. your skin. Yeah. Um, so that you know, that's important to get your dog's nails trimmed. But these dogs, I mean, to bring them to something like that is asking a lot already. I mean, it's right. a lot of stimulation. And I was like, you know, some of the dogs were just like, you know, yiping, and not because they were no. hitting their veins, but just because they were like. They were seriously stressed out. like you're gonna bring me to this and then get my get my nails trimmed mm. <sighs> that's a, but I'm you know I'm sensitive I'm sensitive to the dogs Eric that's why my training business is well it's called sensitive dog but all dogs are sensitive so I wasn't a huge fan of that idea but otherwise very successful I got to meet like the male version of me Actually has the same last name as me. Was it Jimmy Neutron? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I don't know who that is, but I'll have to look It's that a cartoon up. character that also has the, oh, the high hair. Oh, you going after my hair you're rocking again, huh? yeah. these days. Now, I'm not making fun. Yes, I'm just I, know. Saying, I know. Jimmy Neutron has a similar haircut. Thank you. No, his name is Harrison Forbes. <laughs> and I was on stage in, like, uh, in between the, the talk... So the talk before the City Dog Magazine cover dog model search was a informational talk about rabbits. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, then that was over. And so then I got up. And, oh, is this a cousin, a long lost cousin? Cons- well, no. Oh, okay. No. I mean, uh, technically we're related. Right. But. And he's in the, know, the new Star Wars, right? Come from the same, <laughs> <laughs> come from the same castle in Scotland way back when. But it was just kind of funny because then he came up. And he's a, he was a MC of the entire event, and he's a celebrity pet expert. And um, we were, I got to chat with him a little bit, and that was just kind of funny. So, um, okay, got some events. It is uh, certainly feeling like summer today in the almost eighties. Um, oh, I saw Dr. Donna Kelleher talk at the Natural Pet Pantry in Kirkland at their new store in Kirkland. She gave a nutrition talk on Monday night, and Darcy and I went, and it was so... I mean, I always love to talk with her, see her in person. Been on the show a few times as well. Well, yeah. right. Yeah, have have had her on the show, and we'll have her back again soon. 
Um, she's a brilliant holistic veterinarian, and she gave a free nutrition talk at the Natural Pet Pantry's new, score, new store in Kirkland. And it was just such a great, it's a beautiful location, beautiful store. They have this big back room where um, all sorts of um, leading experts in various fields will be giving, um, you know, talks to the community, including myself. And, um, you know, it's just such a great community feel. There were some people who listened to the show who were there. That's always so fun to see listeners come to events because they listen to the show. So appreciate that, too. Um, But so they've got a couple things coming up this weekend. First of all, I adore this idea. They're doing a kibble exchange. So kibble exchange. Get your dog or cat off of kibble. And if you bring the kibble that you have in the original bag, it doesn't have to be sealed. It doesn't have to be full. But you just have to have the original packaging of your kibble for your dog or cat. This Friday through Sunday. Um, So that is this Friday, May 2nd to Sunday the 4th, through Sunday the 4th. And if you bring your bag of kibble, however much is left, but it just has to be in the original bag, into the Kirkland location of the Natural Pet Pantry and hand over your kibble and they will give you two free pounds of their frozen food for a dog or cat to take home and start the process of getting your pet off of processed food. I said processed twice for different reasons. Um, Such a fun idea. And then what they'll do with that kibble is donate it to various organizations. This month they're going to donate all the kibble that they collect over the weekend to Old Dog Haven, which is a local organization that places, um, gets old dogs out of shelters and rescues and into homes, whether they be foster homes or permanent homes, no matter how long they have left, um, which I think is really incredible work. Um, So that is going on this weekend, May 2nd, 3rd, and 4th, Kirkland location only. Bring in your bag of kibble, whether it be dog or cat, doesn't have to be full, but just has to be in the original packaging. Natural Pet Pantry will take that kibble away, donate it to a worthy cause, and send you home with some locally made, raw or cooked frozen food. Such a great idea. The Kibble Exchange. And then also um, on, I think it's Sunday, let me just double check this, um, is Greyhound Rescue is going to be um, at the store in Kirkland um, Sunday from 11 to 3, an adoption event with um, the Greyhound Rescue. Greyhound Pets, Inc. is the organization, and they'll have dogs available for adoption, some X-Racing Greyhounds. So you can uh, go there on Sunday, hand over your kibble, bring home some great food from the Natural Pet Pantry, and then visit with the Greyhounds that'll be there for adoption Um, We'll be back next Wednesday live from 2 to 3 p.m. Thanks for listening to The Dog Show with Julie Forbes. 